Part 5 The Trip and Sad America Eugene finally woke up. He felt a small breeze and the smell of the sea. It was warm and sunny. He could barely open his eyes, and he was laying down next to a wall and protected by the shade of a man. The man was sitting next to him. As Eugene tried to straighten himself up, the man looked down and told him to rest in a very strange accent. Eugene complied and lay down again. The man continued. You're sick, but it's good that you survived. I'll get you some water, and then we can talk. The man stood up, and as he did, Eugene finally was able to focus and see his surroundings. He was in a small street. He could see some palm trees and small boats, as well as some people walking around. At least he was somewhere. Soon enough, the man came back. He was smoking a cigarette and was holding a small plastic mug. After he sat, he introduced himself. My name is Oscar. I'm a fellow Italianist Jew, and as Jew, I came here by accident. It's not a bad place. I've been in charge of you for the last week. And don't worry, everything is fine. But first, you need to hear what happened, and more important, where you are. Oscar continued as Eugene started to drink water. He was awakened by then. Eugene had been dropped off two miles from the port in the middle of the night. It was usual back then as some refugees would believe the Brazilian government would deport them. They had already heard stories of people in the United States being deported or taken to prison. That was the rumor back then. Oscar was part of a group of Italians and Brazilians who would often go to those places to rescue the refugees. Most of the people coming were often in bad shapes after weeks of trouble. Eugene had arrived with the family. He was barely awake and needed water and food immediately. Oscar had taken him and the family together. The captain and sailor had taken everything from them as usual. But they had paid a couple of liras to Oscar to take care of the man and the family for a couple of weeks. Apparently, the sailors believed in karma. Somehow. The family was in good shape. They were already working nearby Oscar's house. The mother was working as a cook in an Italian restaurant around the corner, and the two kids would stay with Oscar during the day. As Oscar continued the story, he stopped and said, By the way, you're in Brazil. Eugene stopped drinking for a bit. He looked confused. Why am I in Brazil? he said. Oscar replied, Well, you got scammed. It happened to many. I know you probably wanted to go to America, but it's cheaper to get to Brazil instead. You're in Sao Paulo. It is a good place. That's when the reality hit Eugene. He suffered so much, paid so much, and he wasn't even in the U.S. He was shocked and angry. He said, But I need to go to the U.S. I need to get to the army. Oscar laughed and said, Well, you first will need to rest, recover, and then we can talk about the U.S. Eugene was taken by Oscar to a bed, where he received food and more water. He went to sleep right after, thinking about the whole thing. In the morning the next day, Eugene was awake and good. He was still struggling to move his limbs. He had been in bed for a week and everything hurt. He woke up and went to Oscar. He thanked him and asked him to let him stay there for more days, but that he would pay this time. He also asked about a job. Oscar pointed to the same restaurant where the mother of the two kids was working. He 
got a position as a cook. The restaurant was small and run by a Brazilian couple that loved Italian food. Eugene's plan was always to go to America, and after a couple of months, he had enough money to get to Panama. There, he would get into a ship to America. The whole thing was shady and insecure. He was meant to be taken to Colombia with a group of Italians and French trying to reach America as well. The trip began on December 18, 1939. He said goodbye to Oscar and the family and head to a small house north of the city from where the group was going to be split and then taken on the road by two old guides. The route take them around the continent on the north going through Guyanas, Venezuela and finally Colombia before reaching Panama. Imagine Mexican immigrants coming to the U.S. That's the same way we were back then. We were immigrants coming from bad places and traveling to better ones. We all had a small bag and just a small amount of money because I understood back then that you couldn't trust anybody. I also understood that we as Italians were the lowest of the lowest. Not a lot of people in America liked us. Hey, we had no options and we were coming to learn and be Americans. We have never been in the country, but we already loved it. We knew our future depended on it. And back in that time, having a future was as much as having all the happiness in the world. Getting to America meant being happy. That's what Eugene said when I interviewed him before he died. The trip took them from the jungle places to the beach, across the mountains and the small towns. Their only refugee were the innumerable Churchills settled by Spanish, Portuguese and Italian priests around the area. Eugene remember how he was shocked to see his culture with another language. He said, they looked different, they spoke different. But if you woke up on a Sunday and went walking to the church, you would feel just like in Italy. People getting ready and going to church, the priests celebrating and the people eating afterwards. They were very nice to us. They gave us food and tried to speak with us. We were like a new toy. Everybody wanted a piece of us. The Colombian city of Cartagena was their destination. From there, they would take a boat to Panama and then a bigger one to the U.S. As they arrived at Cartagena, Eugene's luck started to change. He arrived late during the night to a small church where he was hosted by a Colombian priest. It was during that night that he learned everything he had lost regarding news about Europe. The priest would collect newspapers and he shared them with Eugene. During that night, in October 1939, Eugene learned that Germany had invaded Poland. That was not a surprise, as he had learned from Hans back in 1938 of the plans to get more troops and resources to the border with this country. He also learned that the invasion had triggered Britain, France, Australia and New Zealand to declare war on Germany. This was what he was hoping for, but he was immediately disappointed to hear that the U.S. had proclaimed neutrality on September the 5th of the same year. The last newspaper headline was Warsaw surrendered to Germany, dated 27th of September 1939. All this information was hard to process. So much had happened during that period. What was worst, it was extremely scary to know how much Germany had advanced. After a couple of minutes, the priest stuck. He spoke in Italian, saying, Well, I guess it will soon become everyone's war. Eugene nodded, and both of them kept quiet for the rest of the evening and smoking cigarettes. 
They stayed in the same place for the night, and it was only the sunrise that compelled them to go to bed. The next day, Eugene's day began with a quick trip to the docks, where he met an American sailor called John. He was the captain of a small merchant boat in charge of taking flowers from Colombia and bringing them to America. John was willing to take Eugene to America directly. He needed a new guy on the boat and Eugene was perfect for it. Besides that, John's brother was a recruiter in Tallahassee, Florida. He was all perfect. Eugene accepted and before he could think about it, he was working for John and talking about recruitment and training in America. Eugene started to work with that very same day. He would clean the boat, load the flowers, and prepare the food. It was all very hectic, but as usual, Eugene wouldn't care. He loved being part of the crew again, and as an extra, he was learning English at the same time. It was all good. John's boat had to leave the Colombian port as soon as the boat was fully loaded. It happened the same day. During the night, besides having a good dinner, John and the rest of the crew Eugene included, were all asleep. It was the last week of October when the boat finally sailed to, towards Florida. The trip this time was much better for Eugene, even though he had to work all day. In the next chapter, Eugene arrives to Florida, gets recruited, and starts training.